Well, it is indeed a pleasure. Sunday night here, 6.06, spin on golf out here at beautiful Fox Hills, the Jordan Young Training Center. Jordan Young sitting right next to me, smiling like the butcher's dog oh. with his Toronto Maple Leafs cap on. I do on. have it. That's the first time I've worn it. I do wow. have it. Look at I, wow, I just wore really, it for you. I, my small mon ami. Four years because they can't win. And then now they're going to win this series, I guarantee you. I, the best quote I saw, I know this is a golf show, but we got to talk about this. There we the go. The best quote I saw was, you know, after they've won two games, they feel like they've won the series. <laughs> that makes me really nervous. I hope not. Uh, that makes me really nervous. BC, of course, in the house as well. Always nice to, to see BC. And ladies and gentlemen, for the first time all year, Ta-da. there he is, the one, the only. All day. All day, Mike, Mike Faye. What's up, Mike? Oh, how you doing, guys? Just, <laughs> how you uh, been, buddy? I'm doing great. We're uh, on the junior golf circuit this summer, so I'll probably be reporting in live from a lot of our best junior golf tournaments here in the state of Michigan. And and today is a big Thank day. Thank you for doing that. It's really important yeah. that we're reporting all golf and especially youth golf. Yes, it is. I think it is. And, and seeing that my daughter is playing, it's pretty cool. And I can come over here and talk and spend lots of time with our kids and make sure that they're having a lot of fun, you guys. And, yeah, tell uh, everybody where you're at, Mike. I, I know yeah. you're, uh, you, you, this is something, it's, it's nice that Jeff Marcero put it in the budget where we can have a correspondent out yeah. and about now. Yeah. So our mm-hmm. correspondent, Wait, Mike Fay, out and about. Where are you at, Mike? Right now we're at Washtenaw Golf Club over in Ypsilanti, and at the GAM, Golf Association Michigan Junior Kickoff. And uh, I'll tell you what, guys, over the last two days, this is the second day of it. Um, As you know, the weather has not been fantastic for the kids, and they grounded out. There was a lot of glove wearing and winter hat wearing and hail and rain and yuck <laughs> last it two days. It was too cold to teach in the heat of bay, Mike. Was there anybody oh, wearing shorts and a golf shirt over the last two days? Because I bet you there was one. Yesterday, I saw a girl in just a golf shirt, and I thought, no. oh, boy. No. Wow. You are tough. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if tough would be the right word. <laughs> <laughs> was, I'll be I honest was, with you. I, I was shocked to see BC here. I thought he was jumping on a plane and heading back to Florida. Like the with the way oh, this the actually isn't him. Yeah, my <laughs> double. This is the AI version. It's like Biden double. You know? <laughs> this is high flyer version over here. Oh my! So what's going on out there? Most importantly, uh, your lovely mm-hmm. daughter. What what what's going on out there? Yes, uh, Rach is. They have a couple different divisions. Overall divisions for both boys and girls, and uh, fifteen and under for both boys and girls. And uh, Rach made a big comeback today and. Climbed up the leaderboard, and right now she's currently tied for fifth. So, good oh, job, Rach. She's sitting here over across from me right now. Big so, comeback, uh, knocking off 13 shots today from her score yesterday. I mean, That's right. You know, the biggest thing, better. Mike, that, that you probably know about with junior golf and especially girls golf is the emotions and the roller coaster ride from, from day to day. And this is a two-day event. Tell me what no you doubt. see out there and the trends with, with the kids and the juniors when they play in tournaments. No, I'll doubt. I mean, yesterday, the weather dictated everything. There was a lot more wind yesterday. They had 20, 30 mile an hour gusts. We had a lot more steady rain yesterday. Um, It was tough. And, you know, staying in the game is a big deal. 
Mm-hmm. And understanding that sometimes a bogey is a good score on a hole is a big deal because it, it, it was just playing really difficult out there. And uh, I'm, I'm just proud of all of them. Just finishing is good in this kind of weather. It's cold. The wind chill's got to be in the 30s easy. Yeah, Mike, you know, it's it's easy to say, well, you should have, you know, rain gear and everything for that. But you know what? Not all these kids have that, you know, access to the expensive rain wear and, you, and the heated gloves mm-hmm. and then the heated vests that we have. And, you know, I'm wearing long underwear and rain pants, actually. <laughs> but anyway, right. not all these kids have access to that stuff. So a lot of the kids probably got soaking wet and then they got cold and, you know. It's tough to keep going when you're into those conditions. It is tough. How, how did the course play? Because it, it's it, this has been weird the last few days. Some areas mm-hmm. has ha- have had a ton of rain. Some areas barely got touched. I know where I live. I mean, we just got a ton of rain, and it wasn't raining like a, a mile and a half away. How right. did the course play? The course was great. Um, really, we came out about a week ago in the 85 degrees, which was really nice, right? And uh, <laughs> Had a lot of fun, and I'll tell you what, it soaked up all that water, and it's beautiful green here, and the greens were great. The staff was awesome, and uh, thank you guys so much for hosting it this year at Washington. Dave Kendall. It's yeah, awesome. Dave Kendall. Yes. What a great job he's done in the place, hasn't he? Yeah. What a, they had what a, a lot of parents out here, guys, a lot of support for the kids. All, everybody all bundled up and cheering, and that, that's fun for me to see. I like that. It's cool. Looks like uh, Sophia Lee from Midland is going to win the girls 15 and under division with 12 over. Uh, yes. Boys 15 and under. A uh, new name for me. Maybe you guys know him, but Nemo Tsai. 67 today. Oof. Yes. Yeah, 77, yeah. 67. I don't know Jeez. if I can shoot 67 from those tees. But what, Nemo? Yes. Well, that's what it says, Nemo. Yeah, Nemo yeah. to size. Yeah. I see uh, our man Ryan Tobin Jr., ninth place, came back with 79 today. Yep. Uh, Evan Mackey, I coach him from Ohio. He yeah. came in sixth today. Good, good, um, good. Yeah, that's good AM stuff. What? Girls division. Yeah. What about the overall girls? That one's completed, right? It looks like Jessica this, Jolly. Jessica Jolly. One at Rockford. Yeah. 73, shot. 74. Yeah, one shot win over Elise Fennel. Yeah, there's some good names in there. We got Lauren Tiff. We got uh, Lillian O'Grady. Kate Brody finished fifth. She came back with a 74. Yeah. Elena Lee played super today, 73 from 82 yesterday. Um, Lillian Bergman is Bergman is going to uh, Oakland University, tied eighth. Yeah. Um, Massing Yang, all the girls. That's good. Uh, really good. Kate, isn't Kate yeah. committed to uh, Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah. Lauren Timpf is going to be playing for Purdue. Jessica, excuse me, Jessica Jolly is going to Iowa State. Wow, you done your homework. In, is it Indiana State? Yeah, no, Indiana State. Wow. Yes, we kind of know the girls here with Rach. Rach knows the girls, so. Nice. Illinois State. Sorry, Illinois State. Illinois and State, so is, yeah, yes, her teammate who is going to be joining for Elise Fennel, who came in second, is also going to the same school. Rachel just. That's why we call them all day. Yeah. Listen, all day knowledge. Just dropping yes. knowledge left and right. It's like, who are these people? He, he's, also got, he's also got the LPGA report coming up as well, right, Mike? We That's do. The ladies are currently playing the right overall now. Boys. 
Wait, wait, before we get to the LBJ, we'll talk about Brian Tillman, who won the event. Longtime yes. Rock Hills guy. Congratulations. Student of mine and a lefty. Brian shot uh, 70-68 to win by four shots over Mitchell Strickland. And Andrew yes. Slade, who was plus one. Yeah. So congrats to him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. All right, we are up against a break. Obviously, a lot of things to do before we hand it off to uh, Chris Renwick. Of course, we have Michigan Panther broadcast coming up tonight. We'll chat with the boys before kickoff of that tilt tonight on your home for the Panthers, 760 WJR. In the meantime, so glad you could join us. Spending on Golf brought to you by our friends at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We're 10 weeks away. Championship Sunday is 10 weeks away. And, of course, our friends at rocket mortgage proper we don't do this show without them so we appreciate them greatly gang's all here glad you are as well it's spin on golf on a sunday night here on 760 wjr 619 on a sunday night so glad you could join us spin on golf now a special programming note uh the boys are going to be on next week from seven to eight seven to eight i'm not going to be here uh, but the boys have a seven to eight show. Okay. Normally, we're going to be six to seven. I know there's one show in June that's going to be seven to eight. And then, of course, for any of the masters, we're going to have two hour shows. You yes. could say Something that, that another 10 times. I would still not remember that. I just tell me the next week. And well, Marcero <laughs> smart. He sent out that email. I know. With, I always with go the back whole to the schedule. So you have to double yeah. check it. And triple I check have it. no idea. Where it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll post it on our social media. Hey, it's sites so funny. So we we're talking about this. These Michigan. There's another cat in the state or somebody said that. Didn't you say that? Mm-hmm. OK, good. So you brought up an interesting point. Remember, people were allowed to smoke in the silver. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were smoking in the concourses, not down the seats, but all the smoke would just go, would go up. And then by Thanksgiving, you couldn't see the Christmas tree. Yeah. Sometimes there was so much smoke <laughs> yep. in the silver. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. And we sat in there. We just kept. <gasps> it's amazing when you think about it. Deep, right? Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. We did. No wonder was, why it came in or whatever it did. We were we were talking the, the famous playoff game against the Oakland Invaders in 1983. Of course, the yep. first incarnation of the Panthers won the USFL title. And it was in July, and it was one of those July days that you love. It was 90-something degrees, the humidity, and it felt like you were walking in a greenhouse. And then – you double that with what BC was just talking about with that smoke. Unbelievable. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. Really incredible. It's like being in a Russian sauna. Yes. Yes. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> Red Square. Hey, speaking of bounce backs, uh, our boy, I think I can say our boy now. I hope I can. James Pyatt with mm. a beautiful bounce back uh, down in Australia. Uh, he shot a 74. He followed that up with a 66, correct? 66, yeah. He Isn't that it, beautiful? Yeah, he had it going, and I know the first thing you say, yeah, but I bogeyed my last hole again. You know, that's all I'm going to hear from. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. It made eight birdies last night or today, whatever it was. But it was good to see because it was he was on, uh, look what's happening now, like five times in a row, birdie, 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 birdie. And it was pretty cool to, for James to get some um, air time and, um, but Taylor Gooch, no one could catch him. But they almost caught. Uh, they almost got in the third place. The high Flyers. Yeah, they're getting there. Well. They're getting yeah. close. They're getting there. They got a good team. I mean, Phil's playing great golf, and James will hit a stride here. I'm just waiting, just waiting. He's close. He's yep. close. I yeah. wanted to ask you guys, and obviously, I I know how you feel, BC, and um, I wanted to ask you guys. Is is live catching on mainstream now? Because a year ago at this time, let's be honest, and I think we all shared our thoughts. There were a lot of people. It was almost like Dracula putting the cross up and everything. Ooh, bad, bad, bad. 
I'm sorry. I said it then. I'll say it today. I think it's great for golf. I'm not just saying this because BC sitting five feet from mm. me. I think it's great for golf. I think it, it's great to have more people talking about it and the different way they, they are doing things. But, um, Jordan, I'll start with you. What, what's your take on golf or, excuse me, live golf a year in? Well, I think with anything new, people are going to say it sucks. Um, I think it needs to evolve, and I think it is evolving. It's better this year than it was last year. Um, I, I still check in and watch it. I still want to know what's going on. It looks to me like they had a party down there, down under this week. And, I, you know, BC was saying, like, with Chase Kepka, I mean, there was it was no different than uh, TPC or uh, Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Beers raining everywhere. Crazy. Um, I think that, that was your you intention, know. you know, to reach out to people that aren't going to go to the, you know, I'm, I, myself I, included, the stodgy DPGA yeah. doing crowd. I didn't realize that that was still one of the best fields they've ever had down in, in Australia. Right? And, then, and they're still missing a lot of players, oh, yeah. but – but that was one of the strongest fields they've had play down there. Yeah, I mean, they, they used to get them for the Australian Open, but no one goes down there anymore as much. I'm not going to say anymore, but, like, the President's Cup was the best field ever. Mm-hmm. And now this one may be one step or two steps more, but it's a long way away. I, I think it's changing. I think it's good. I think they still need to fix the telecast. Yep. I haven't watched it this year, but it's just it's too much shot, 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 shot. It's like, come on. Like, let's – let's look at a few shots for a while. Let's go a little longer. Just seemed to jump around way too much for me. Uh, Mike, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask your opinion as well. What's your take on live a year in? I think it's getting better and better and they're trying to figure it out. I think that what came out of the master's dinner and those guys coming together was really, really good to hear that there wasn't any controversy, right? And, Guys are together and kinda. talking together, kind of. <laughs> you know, that's, I don't know that's what we heard. Thing. I'm not into the shotgun start, but whatever. And I'm not sure about the three rounds. I'll tell you what, this is a perfect weekend. Uh, and I think you're just being a golf snob if you don't agree with this. This was a perfect weekend to have the tournament that they did down in, in Australia. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. it, no disrespect to what was going down in New Orleans. Unless you're being that guy and want to disagree just to disagree, the tournament in Australia was a hundred times better. Right. With bigger names. Oh, yeah. And it was a legitimate tournament. And and I'm sorry, somebody like me, I'm I'm just gonna use me as an example. Given the choice on a weekend like this, I'm watching that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, no ten minutes out of ten. Yeah, it was tough watching eleven o'clock at night and then okay, now it's three o'clock, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> that's the only the only drawback sometimes, but there are but usually they're going to go by one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's what um, you know. We teed off early in Tucson, or they teed off early in Tucson, and they're going to try to do that. They couldn't quite get around it this week and next week in Singapore. But like you said, they know. I mean, if I, if I talk to the people there, and I'm like, oh, "What's going forward?" and they showed us five year, ten year, fifteen year plan, business plan, I'm, I was pretty taken back, and it's not going anywhere. It really isn't. I think they'll have a team called the POWs. Yes. I should present that. See how much that franchise would be. Let's get. I'm going to get four of the raunchiest, hated golfers of all time in there. JD, you know. Maybe I'll get Rocco. He'd be good on there. You know, yeah, the that that should be your long term goal. <laughs> Ten years from now, you want a team called I want a the franchise POWs. Team, the POWs. Yeah. Hey, they've got the Range Rats or whatever it's called, yeah, or whatever they're 
and the goats. By know, the goats. way, we didn't even bring up the M word. I'm sorry. Money wins. I'm a big believer in money winning. Uh, you had uh, the purse down in Australia at 25 million. You had the purse at the Zurich Classic of New Orleans at 8.6 million. Money wins. Time and time and time. Yeah, again. you know, and I get and approached. The women's by, was five point one. Right, yeah. it was it was a nice mm-hmm. week. And I get approached by other instructors. Like, I can't believe these guys sold their souls out to the Saudis. And I'm like, you know, I can't believe that you would even say something like that about an individual. It's business. Period. It's business. They're not selling their souls out to somebody for the sake of this or that. They went in this in this business agreement. If I can go to the New York Yankees and get $50 million a year, wouldn't I? I? I'm not a Yankees fan, and nobody likes Yankees. Looks in Detroit. But, um, Catch 20 games. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Catch 20 games and make yourself $50 million. Great. Yep. I mean, what's so different about this? I don't get it. You're not selling your soul to anybody. Think about the hockey guys. They're good. They so get you-know-what kicked out of them. For two and a half, well, let's call it the year. Then they really get the, you know what, kicked out of them for about two months. Right. They don't make. Uh, They don't make. They don't make that kind of money. (laughs) You know what? Uh, This is taking me, hearkening me back to my sports talk radio days because one thing that I always said for years and years and years is I'm never going to tell another adult what is best for them. I don't know what's going on in their life. Right. Hey, you you could stay in Detroit. I wish you stayed in Detroit. But if Detroit is offering you a five-year, $25 million contract, and using your, your analogy, the Yankees are offering a five-year, $40 million contract. Bye. Who the heck am I to tell you, you shouldn't take that extra $15 million? Mm. Or you I, better have some strings or some other stuff right. that are pulling you away. It's, it's amazing how people try to tell people how they should live their life very close to going on a political That's, rant and I'm going to shut my mouth. It's called the media. Yeah, you right? won't upset me. <laughs> right now we're actually part of the yeah, media. Yeah, we're the media. <laughs> yes, we are. We we're are for this the hour. evil empire. Marshall is just sitting over laughing. Yeah, he's like, just don't say anything else stupid. <laughs> Alright, we're about a half hour away from uh, Michigan Panther football here on your home for the Panther 760 WJR. Uh, when we come back, we'll check in with our buddy Mike Fay, who again, who is joining us out in Washington all right now. Take a look at what's going on in the LPGA Tour. In the meantime, we thank you for joining us here at Spin on Golf on a Sunday night, brought to you by our friends at Rocket Mortgage Classic. Coming up in just 10 weeks and Rocket Mortgage proper. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back in. Glad you can join us on a Sunday night. Spin on Golf here on 760 WJR. Um, I'm one of those guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I get all excited and Hopefully we can uh, touch base with uh, Jason Langwell pretty soon. I love hearing more of the names come out about who is going to be coming to the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Of course, end of June, going to July 2nd, 10 weeks away from Championship Sunday. Of course, we will be out there uh, at the historic Detroit course, and we'll be out there for two hours. Uh, Always fun. It's getting bigger and better every year. I know it sounds like cliche, but it's absolutely positively the truth. And I think we're going to see even more names start to pop out there as well. And it's always exciting when we start to hear those names coming up. So uh, certainly we'll keep you apprised of that. Uh, One of the things we love to do on this show is, and I forget which one of you guys said it earlier, Jordan, it may have been you. We like to talk about golf and not just the PGA, but the live what's going on in the LPGA. Uh, Mike Fay, of course, uh, out right now. 
uh, in Washtenaw, keeping an eye on the juniors as well. Uh, LPGA is something that uh, Mike Faye keeps an eye on. And uh, Mike, uh, what happened this weekend in the LPGA? Well, it's uh, BC. It's a historic week here. No more Dinosaur. I know. It's kind of sad. At the same time, we got to kind of turn the page here yep. at uh, the club at Carlton Woods in Woodlands, Texas, where the Chevron Championship has been moved out of Mission Hills out in Palm Desert um, to the Jack Nicholas Signature Course there in Houston. And right now, the ladies are out playing still. Let's see. We've got a leaderboard here. Let's see. They have a few holes left. We're going to – oh, it's tied. Lydia Vu and uh, Angel Yin are tied at 10 under. And Angel she just Yen made a bogey, huh? 16, yes. So uh, quite exciting stuff going on. I, you know, the traditions, right? I mean, Poppy's Pond, jumping in the water, get the robe, the whole thing, major championship winner. That kind of stuff. Just wonder what new traditions we're going to start. You know, Mike, it was funny that golf course and how golf changed over the course of time. Just mm-hmm. remembering watching that kid, that tournament as a younger, not a kid, but younger. That was always a three shot hole. And then we got last five years, people were whipping it on two in that hole. It's like so, Gardens. <laughs> the, the game of golf, yeah. you know, not just females, but everybody hit it farther, longer, mm-hmm. stronger. And the golf course has changed. Maybe that's, you know. Well, and Carlton Woods, one of our kids here, played in the PGA um, Junior PGA there one year. Pretty awesome facility, but considerably harder than, you know, out there in the desert. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think more than anything, it was a corporate move to get it closer to their corporation there. And, you know, it's sad to see it leave out of, you know, at Mission Hills there. I mean, one of my big things growing up was – to be big enough and strong enough that when we go to Palm Desert, I play there because it was a big deal. It was on TV and Dinah Shore was on and it was a, it was a big deal when I was a kid. And it's yep. sad to see it leave there. But at the same time, we got to start some new traditions. I know that they had a very funny segment on the golf channel with the uh, LPGA Tour, a bunch of the tour players talking about whether they are going to jump in the pond there or not. So um, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Mike. No, that was it, it, Mike. Know? That's that's the enduring image. Like it, it, it yeah. Dinah Shore may have been 197 at the time. Whatever the mm-hmm. she was going to take the hand of the winner, and mm-hmm. they were going to jump in the pond together. And yep. and yeah, if I sound like an old fuddy duddy, so be it. But cool. that that was a cool tradition. Exactly, that was a Absolutely. cool tradition. It's something you look forward to. Yeah, I mean, remember something the old Crosby clam bakes. You know, Bob Hope out mm-hmm. there in the desert. Also, I mean, uh, you know. Stuff that I always remember the rest of my life was iconic names, and uh, but I obviously everything is corporate now and, and doing things a corporate way, Mike. Right, right. So we'll see what kind of traditions they want to do. I know that is a big deal to the LPGA Tour. It's near and dear to their heart to to start things like that. It, it look at what it just started right now over the last few minutes. This conversation about it, and, right? Uh, they'll figure something out. They'll do something really cool for the ladies. Uh, next week, uh, by the way, they are going to be in L.A. It's the J.M. Eagle L.A. Championship at the Wilshire Country Club. Uh, Who right won the men's event? Did we mention well, hang on. We're going to get there, but I got a little trivia question. All right. Who's number one ranked in the world right now for the women? 
Lydia. Lydia Cole. Lydia Good Cole. job, boys. Okay. Who's number two? Yes. No idea. Tall and skinny blonde. Nelly Corda. Yes. Nelly Corda's two. And then you've got Jin Young Ko. Yes. And then Minji Lee. Yes. And then, I mean, Lexi. What? Lexi's six. I don't know. I just don't feel like she's doing what she needs to be doing. Right she now. should be the best player in the world she, by a mile. Brooke Bruce. Henderson is seven. Brooks, you know, she's won recently. Right. I mean. Like, um, and then it goes, I mean, Georgia Hall is 10. Feisty. Then I got a lot of girls I don't even know. Charlie Hall 16. Feisty. Jennifer really Cupcho is 20. Yep. Minji Park, 23. Hannah Green, 24. You know, I. You're, stick, some, you're skipping over a lot of Korean flags there in the process. There right? are, but I can't pronounce their <laughs> names. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying I get it. You know, In oh, uh, Lilia Vu. Okay, she's yep. from U.S. Yeah. Anyways, I just I just throw it out there. Like, who is the number one? Right. So Lydia Ko. Yeah. yeah. Lydia Ko. Yeah. From New Zealand. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, somebody mentioned the PGA Tour. By the way, the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardy and Riley at 30 under. You know, Brian Stewart was the last uh, individual winner. Was there a classic? Brian really? Stewart. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Hardy and Riley, 30 under. Taylor Hadwin, 28 under. Uh, yeah. So, boy, 65 and then 63 for Taylor and Hadwin today. Y- you would have had to think Shoffley and Cantley were the favorites, though. Yeah. Yeah. You would yeah. think. They finished T4. They were four back. And they played probably average. But like some of these guys, I mean, with all due respect, is you, this is this really couple need to sixty ones the first day of the of the tournament? Jeez, oh Pete. Well, the, again, with next year's change to the, you're not going to see these names. The yeah. elevated events, you're not yeah. going to see them. They're not going to get to play in these elevated events. They're gone. They don't. I mean, Matt played with his brother Alex Fitzpatrick. Good that nineteen hundred. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, Daly and Duvall just firing it up out there. Oh, did they play? Oh, they, no, they played. Firing what up? Firing it up. Yeah. <laughs> firing it up. Arts left they, and right. Three dollar yeah, bill. Yeah, they were. I think they shot a combined best ball forty-five on the front or something. No, I'm gonna pull <laughs> that off. Not yet. Now I gotta look Mike. that up. Mike. Oh boy. Yeah. Where are we? Where? Wow, are we? There's a lot of guys. Uh, yeah, I'm going way down the Daly, list looking for them, Mike. Duvall. Seventy-five, eighty-three. 83. I got to pull yeah. the score. The alternate shot with the foursome, right? The alternate shot? I mean, shot? come yeah. on. They, it was tough. They <sighs> shot 45 in the front nine. Yeah, they yeah, did. Right. Look at Mikey. We thought we were kidding. Man. Wow, you doing some studying. Guy. I've been studying. I, that was round two as well. Real analysis. Real analysis over there. Yo, Sean, you were talking about the purses, right? How much was yeah. the purse for Zurich? Let's see. Uh, Fuck. Eight. Uh, you yeah, eight point eight point six. Eight point okay, six. Ladies had five point one. Yeah. Mm. We're getting warmer. Yeah. Getting right? it better, We're getting right? Warmer. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as Aramco bumps up the money, then we can start playing for some money, Mike. <laughs> I won't say who owns Aramco. Of course, uh next week uh they are down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh Villa Hidalgo. Am I saying that right? Villa Hidalgo? Sure. I think that's that's when John Rahm won there last year. Vidanta. See, this is like you with those Korean flags. Vidanta Vallarta. Is that it? Yes. Vallarta. Okay. Vallarta. 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 
Uh, I'm sure BC has been there, so I'm not nope. going to waste. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> See, he's getting better. He's getting nope. better. That's New Mexico City. Nope. He has to have a couple truth statements every week. Nope. No way. Uh, Mexico, Mexico Open next week down in uh, Vila. Hidalgo, Mexico, John Rahm, uh, the defending champion. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that as well. I want to talk a little bit before we go to our last segment about high school golf. I know Mike teaches a lot of players at boys high school right now. BC works with a lot of players. Um, we work with similar type players. I have four kids that I want to mention that um, have been working their butts off all winter long. And shout out to them. They've all won. They all go to Catholic Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all young kids. They're all freshmen. I know Brian works with a lot of the older kids uh, at CC, but Dylan Chi, David Krasinski, Owen Williams, and Jack Whitmore. Uh, David and Jack won their event uh, 68, mm. and Dylan won last week at 75, and Owen won at 71. This is all within the last week or so. They're playing different events across the board. Obviously, CC has a bunch of kids, 20 on the varsity, but you know six or seven roughly play in and out of the lineup. One interesting thing, and I wanted to get Brian's take and uh, Mike's take on this. Jack Whitmore, he's here practicing right now. He shot 68. Guess how many tournaments he's played before? One. Zero. Oh, it's his first one. So it's his really? first tournament. And awesome. I know Jeff and I spoke yesterday, Goble, about some kids at 10 years old have played 100 tournaments already. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but think about this. Jack, and I was talking to his mom yesterday. He's untarnished. He doesn't know when to get nervous. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. So I I just say, like, practice hard in the winter. Work hard on your speed. Work hard on your game and your technique. And things work out good in the spring. And so kudos to these guys who are all still learning. By no means are they in the clear. But they've all won events this spring already. And uh, interesting about, you know, not playing a tournament before and winning and shooting 68. Amazing. Finished birdie, par, eagle the last three holes. Good thing he finished with an eagle. Donham Hill is your favorite place. Dum Dum. I love that place. Dumb, yes. <laughs> so I don't know. Mike, what is your take on that real quick? I think it's absolutely fantastic that uh, he went out and did that. That's great. Sometimes we have to fail a ton to learn, you know? And yeah, he hasn't uh, failed yet. He hasn't failed yet. <laughs> so we'll never. have to see how he does. It's crazy. Yeah. Good, good psychological battle there. Absolutely. All right, final segment of the show coming up. Uh, you know what that means. we got to check in with BC for the POW, the punk of the week. Uh, we're also going to have a little crosstalk with the voice of the Michigan Panthers, Michigan Panthers football coming up next right here on your home for the Panthers. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> 760 WJR. <laughs> well, we're going to check in with the voice of the Panthers in just a minute, but I, I was privy to a wonderful conversation between – uh, these three guys that know a little something about golf and know a little something about teaching golf, uh, about how quickly a young golfer should get on the course and how hard they should stay at it. Now I'm going to let you pick it up from there, Jordan, because like I literally, they're having this conversation. I'm listening to all three of them pipe in and I'm like, save this for the air. This is something, no, because it's, it's great advice for young players or fellow teaching pros out there. Yeah, I mean, I had kids on the course today. I had two groups of kids, probably six and seven, you know, kids out there, two different sets, different ages. One was just get out there and play, have some fun, hit some shots. The other one were more uh, little older high school kids. And then so that brings us to the point that I asked was how many rounds or how many events should you get in, pro, pr- pretty much events for girls 
as they move towards their fall season in high school. So prep, say, from now until then, how many tournament rounds should they get in to be prepared for their season in high school? For the gauntlet. And that was the question I had to Mike and BC. And I had a number in my head. And we all kind of agreed. It was you know somewhere, we'll call it rounds, because uh, events, summer two and summer one day, you know, 16, 16 to 18 rounds, tournament, tournament yeah. rounds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to play one days. You have to learn how to compete. You have to play two days. You got to learn how to p- compete over two days in different weather conditions or put two rounds together. We saw Mike's daughter today, uh, you know, not play so great yesterday and play better today. I mean, you got to learn how to come back. Yeah, but along with it is the off course crap that we yeah. stuff. Sorry, that you have to really dig into these kids early on. So listen, you need going to see a trainer right now. You're 12. Oh, no, you're going to see a trainer. And the parents are looking at you like, mm, I'm like, no, this is what they signed up for. Because the second day, they're not going to just die out there. Right, or physically right. unfit. Clothing. Or like I had kids out right. in the golf course. Say, it's kind of cold out here. I go, yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm prepared. Yeah. yeah. Put some I'm prepared. Are you? Call. I mean, you knew you were going out on the course today. So they have to be prepared. They've got to get on the course. And that'll get them ready for the following season. Great stuff. Hey, let's check in uh, quickly before we get to the POW, which has become a staple here on Spin on Golf. Uh, let's check in with uh, the voice of the Michigan Panthers down in Canton, Ohio, at venerable Benson Stadium, the one and only Chris Renwick. Mr. Renwick, how are you, sir? Oh, what's with all the formalities? Uh, good evening, fellas. How we doing? Good. Sure. We're good. Looking forward to this game that's going to be heard right here on 760 WJR. And those of us here were old enough to remember that championship almost 40 years ago. The Michigan Panthers defeated the Philadelphia Stars, and we got ourselves a little rematch Whoa. tonight. I was yeah, there. I tell you, this is uh, this is the first time I've been to the Hall of Fame. This is the first time we've been to the hall of fame village i mean this place is clean this place is i mean it looks brand new i know they've they've done some work over the last couple of years but this is a fantastic spot for pro football and we're going to get this kicked off here in just a little bit and but despite all of that um i think the thing that i'm most excited about is i I think i've got a new best friend i I think i think ju kalkrick and I are quickly becoming best friends, and it's wonderful. It's been a, a, a tremendous couple of weeks. Spartans and Wolverines don't mix. Uh, we come together. <laughs> this is what we do. Go green. We build bridges. <laughs> you better be good friends with them, Chris, because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. Yeah, of course, we all remember uh, Mr. Kalkrick and his times at, at Michigan State. Uh, J.U., what's your take on the USFL so far? I, I, I mean, to me, I sit at home. It's good football, okay? This is, this is good football. But I want to hear from a guy that played at the highest level. Obviously, everybody remembers your, your time at Michigan State. What's your take on what you're seeing so far out of this new USFL? Yeah, I love it. I love the, the league. I love the, you know, the players. They, they know it's an opportunity to showcase their talents for the next level. Uh, you know, they're going to be starting training camp coming up in August. And these some of these guys are going to be on NFL rosters come this fall. So this is their opportunity to showcase the, their talents. And I love it. I, I love the game. I love um, how the offenses are being run and uh, the seriousness that goes into the preparation for these games. This might be a stupid question, guys, but what kind of ball do they use? Do they use an NFL ball? Do they use a 
college ball or is it a CFL ball? They use they use an NFL ball, but they, it's branded it's USFL branding yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, you know, you have the stars al- along the the um, outside of the football at each end of it. So it's a it's an NFL uh, regulation football, the same, cool. you know, inflated to the same amount as well. Well, look, and I'll t- I, I, knowing Jordan, I know that it, it, in order for him to enjoy something, there's got to be some Canadian connection. There's a ton <laughs> of guys who play in this league. That played in the CFL. Heck, Channing Sribling played at Michigan cornerback, plays for this Philadelphia Stars team. He played for Hamilton. So, Jordan, yeah. you're, you're invested here. you got to be in. Yeah, And also Jordan, too, just so <laughs> if it makes you feel better, my wife's Canadian. There you go. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Is she from Thunder Bay? <laughs> no, she's from Toronto area, and I've been okay. to many Tiger Cat games. Ah, same, same area. Ah, same but deal. she's a Leafs fan, and there we go. Definitely. <laughs> these guys will have the call next. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, continued success to these guys, and the Panthers want to keep the winning going, and we'll be listening. Uh, Chris yep. Renwick and yep. J.U. Kalkrick uh, next year on 760 WJR. Thanks for joining us, boys. You got it, fellas. Take care. See ya. All right, a couple minutes left in this show, and, of course, the last couple minutes of the show. I hand it over to the one and only BC for. You know what time of year it is? Oh, no. You know what time of year it is? It's It's playoff time. (laughs) It is playoff time. But in golf, it's spring. That means every dumb donkey, I should say, that knows how to hold a club or thinks they know how to play golf (laughs) comes out and invades the real golfer's paradise, the golf courses. It's kind of like the dandelion. First of all, well, yeah, but the dandelion, you got to respect it. For a week. Hey, I don't you got to respect the dandelion. I don't know, man. It smells good. Oh. Spray it's that got stuff. A fragrance. I'm afraid of what this is going to go. It's usually not in the fairies, it's in the rough. So I'm in the fairy, no dandelions. Anyway, I'm distracted again <laughs> by my own means. But anyway, anyway, these golfers, they don't know how to fix a divot. They don't know how to fix a pitch mark. They, I mean, over here at the short game, I mean, the rake jobs. I mean, what an abomination to the game of golf, Mike. I mean, really? I know. Who, who's teaching these people to not take care of the golf course? I saw a divot. Don't. A disaster. I saw a divot this you big joke. today. The size of my <laughs> iPad. And the tee was stuck right in the middle of it. In the middle of it. So what does that tell you? This is yeah. a joke. There's no respect. <laughs> I'm out. P-O-W-L. <laughs> oh, BC, wow. Jordan Young, Mike Fay, uh, Mr. Rieger, Jeff Marshall. We're going to hand it off to the boys, Chris Runwick, J.U. Kalkrick. They've got Michigan Panther football from Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio, right here on your home for the Panthers, 760 WJR. Until next week, we'll see you on Spin on Golf.